the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. And I'm one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows. We've been in uh, on the air for over fifty, well over fifteen years now, and uh, talking investment, savings, and your retirement. Uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. I'm, I'm so happy y'all are here today to catch the show. We got a lot to talk about. We we uh, we live in a <laughs> just remarkably uh, uh, rapidly changing world, and and I, I think we're going to see uh, continue to see that. Uh, we're really trying to, uh, you know, we in the past we talked a lot about IRAs and four hundred one ks and required minimum distributions, which we're going to continue to do on that. Matter of fact, we're going to be working on that for our clients over the next couple of weeks to get all those out for people. But but really, uh, the, the way the world has evolved, uh, we, we, I want to try to bring you, I want to bring you where we think things are going. I, I think it, it's harder and harder to get, it, get good information out there. There's so, so much of the mainstream media is just nothing more than propaganda that, that, that I think it's important to try to help you through this. And, and we, you know, we've done this for, for decades now in through the t- some of the toughest financial crisis. And I think we've been ahead of, of, of most of wall street, quite frankly, in what we've done. And I, I think, I think we were doing it again, uh, we, we we talked. Uh, look, when the Ukraine war started out, uh, we've actually had a remarkably good run over the last couple of years. But uh, the we said this was going to be inflationary, and 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 it came out. We we were backing the Ukraine, and uh, we went and looked at the production of the of the of the uh, corn of the of the wheat of the of the sunflower oil, different types, all types of things, aluminum, fertilizer coming out of the Ukraine, Russia, Belarus, and those areas. And we realized that cutting off Russia and the Ukraine was was going to be inflationary. And we, we sat there, laid out the case for that. We were right on that. We, 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 I then went and came in, and, uh, and we, we said, so we put sanctions on. And, and, and as we discussed in this show for, for a long time, sanctions do not work. Uh, all they do is, is they, they uh, encourage uh, bad behavior 
And, you know, by making somebody poor, they're desperate, and then they take tremendous risk versus someone if someone has something to lose. I mean, it, 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 the most remarkable thing about the United States is it's it's like, uh, you know, you've got a house in River Oaks. It's one of these new modern ones. It's all glass and everything else. And you got some poor guy next to you that does it, you know, that lives in a shotgun shack. And you're sitting there, you know, causing him a bunch of trouble and stuff and, and, and feuding with it. That guy's got nothing to lose. You're sitting there in a fancy house and, 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 and he doesn't have anything to lose. And this is the mistake that we've made. And so now the world is looking at other alternatives to the, to the SWIFT system because the Russians were kicked off the, the SWIFT system. They're looking at, uh, they're looking to try to figure out ways to, uh, since the U S has, has, uh, frozen the, the Russians, uh, uh, Foreign exchange reserves that were in the United States at the uh, at the Federal Reserve Bank. Everyone else is thinking, "Hey, we can't trust the Americans because what if they do this to us? What if India does something that we don't like? Are, there, are their assets going to be frozen?" So, so we, we we highlighted the danger. So here we are today. This is stuff is all coming in. We said, "Look, this war is foolish. What in what are we God's name are we doing in, in, in Russia and Ukraine? We should have peace talks." You know, we had the Russians back on their heels, running them out of the country. It was an ideal time to do peace talks. Uh, even Zelensky wanted peace talks, and Victoria Newland and a few of the neocons in the White House, these radical warmongers, said, no, we're not negotiating. We are, we're going to take out Putin and regime change. And so we're going to commit the entire defense stockpiles of the United States of America to this war effort. And we said, look, wow, what are you doing? What if war spreads? What if we have a war with China? You can't pull down all our 155-millimeter howitzer rounds. You can't pull all our missile rounds. You can't, you can't use up all our Patriot rounds. And then we said, what if Israel gets attacked? You're taking, you're taking these, these, these stockpiles from Israel and South Korea. What if they get attacked? What happens to Israel? Then they can't defend themselves. Sure enough, here we are in the fools in the White House have backed, have basically driven the United States into a box canyon. And, and, and the stock markets are falling, bond markets are falling, interest rates are, are, are falling. And, 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 and so hopefully you've had a, a defensive plan in place. Uh, you know, you're not going to be, uh, it's hard to completely uh, avoid this completely, but if you're in the right stuff, you can do much better. If you're in the precious metal sector, if you're in oil and gas, if you're in short-term bonds, you know, it, it, those type of things, uh, different hedges, all types of things out there, there are opportunities, but you have to understand the world today. It is a radically different world th th than we've lived in. And, and the, uh, a couple things I, I want to touch on on, on on some big issues. Our thing, what we've been saying is, this is a wartime economy. Uh, we said we're, we got the Ukraine war with Russia. Massive. Keep in mind how much. Uh, defense spending is going into rebuilding our stockpiles. We need more of tanks. We need more planes. We need more missiles. We need more 155 millimeter shells. We need more small, small arms ammunition. I saw one of the biggest arms manufacturing, uh, small arms manufacturing plants need the biggest one in the United States. They're, they're talk they might move all the production, uh, over to the wartime effort. So it's going to shortages of, of shotgun shells and, in, in, in different types of, uh, of you know rounds for small arms in the United States, but so it, so it's a, it's a, this is a different world now we're 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 we've got a climate war we spent eight and a half 
billion dollars on that. You know, and, and he, they won't use climate war. They wanted to, but they, they, the public wouldn't go for it. So they, they view it as a climate war. Now we have the Russia, the, 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 the China, Taiwan situation. That could be a war tomorrow. And then uh, Hamas attacks Israel. Hamas finds out uh, the U.S. is emptying all their munitions out of out of Israel. Now's the ideal time to attack. So here we are in a very difficult situation. So I, I want to give you some ideas of, of a couple things we're seeing. And we're going to hit on the markets and how this affects your 401k plan. There's a lot of talk about the Ukraine, a lot of talk about Israel. What are we going to do to help them out? Uh, a couple of my thoughts. I think we need to solve the problem in the Ukraine. I think there needs to be peace talks. I don't believe we should be giving them $100 billion of Americans' money. This is an outrage. Uh, and we've been saying this for a while. Israel, I, the United States, I believe I'm a strong supporter of Israel. We, we should be committed to protecting Israel, whatever it takes. Uh, and, 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 and right now, we're, we're putting a lot into it. The problem I'm having with all this is I'm hearing all about Israel. I'm hearing all about Gaza. I'm hearing all about the Ukraine. I'm not hearing anything about the United States. Our politicians' primary job is the protection and the welfare of the American people. And this has been utterly and completely lost on, on, on our leaders in Washington, D.C. And this is... This is a tough situation. What our military should be looking at is, hey, how weak, how, how, how badly are we stuck in this? I think they're pretty damn worried. Uh, I think they've been playing, they've been playing a lot of attention to drag queen shows, uh, at the military, putting in woke, woke, uh, officers, getting rid of, of officers that are more conservative. They, they've been doing everything they can. They, they, they've been not paying attention to the basics. And here we are in a very, very difficult situation. If you don't understand, if you don't believe that, you don't understand what's going on in the world. Uh, and so I believe our, our policy should be in the best interest of the United States. It is not in the look. The Ukraine has probably lost seventy thousand people or more. Uh, Russians probably the same amount. It might be a hundred. I don't know. The Israelis have lost probably two thousand people uh, on this. There's no tell. The numbers are probably fifteen thousand to twenty thousand or more from Gaza with the bombing and stuff. Let, let, you know, it's probably ten thousand. Let's say ten thousand people. And everybody is horrified. I mean, I can't tell you how many, every time I turn on the TV, particularly with Israel, they're horrified that they've lost 2,000 people. Okay, rightfully so. Rightfully so, they've lost 2,000 people, and they're very furious about it, and they should be. Okay, let's talk about the United States of America. The policy of the Biden administration is we're going to open up our southern border to anybody that wants to come across the country, including terrorists. You know, quite frankly, terrorists are getting across the border, and they know it. Okay, right now, the Iranians, I promise you, are sending saboteurs and spies into the United States. I promise you the Chinese are doing the same thing. If, if the Chinese are not, because they know they could be at war, if they're not doing that, then they're not doing their job. Okay, and that's happening. Okay, so that border is wide open. We're losing 100,000 people a year to fentanyl. Drugs are pouring across the border. The border 
the border patrol is completely overwhelmed by the masses of people. Drug, the drug cartels are taking advantage. They're shipping massive amounts of fentanyl that's killing 100,000 Americans, more than the Ukrainians lost, more than the Russians lost, more than the, the Gaza lost, more than the Israelis lost. And nobody seems to care about that. And, and, and this, is, this is an outrage. It is completely, utterly immoral what's happening in this country. Joe Biden is a monster, a period. He has done nothing to shut that the drug flow on the border. 100,000 people. You see how horrified the, the Russians are. You see how horrified the Ukrainians are. You see how horrified the Israelis are at their loss of their lives. And the American people don't care about 100,000 people. What does that say about the United States of America? And by the way, when people around the world see that, they see a country that's crippled. They see a country that drugs are, are pouring into the country. Crime is out of control. Shoplifting is out of control. We talk about Home Depot's policy. You can take anything you want at Home Depot. They just ask you to put it back. Their policies, they encourage stealing at Home Depot. We, we have a situation where, where the drug losses, it, we have a situation where a president can hardly put two sentences together and is, can't even go down the stairs without tripping, clearly is mentally compromised. So what we're dealing with is other people around the world are seeing weakness. They're seeing out-of-control spending. You know, we talked about this in June. wrote this about our max out savings board. In the last 30 days, last month, we, we, the debt went up $650 billion. No, I didn't read that wrong. It's $650 billion is what our debt, our spending is out of control. People are seeing that. They're sensing weakness. They're sensing disarray, and, and they're attacking. And so the question is, is where do we go from here? Now, the people are looking at this in the market. Foreigners are pulling their money out of the U.S. They're starting to sell stocks, and the American people are starting to sell. And this is why we're getting the sell-off of the market. Interest rates are surging up. The Saudis aren't buying our paper. The Chinese aren't buying our paper. The Japanese aren't buying our paper, or bonds, I mean. So there's less buyers or bonds. At the same time, the, the government has gone crazy spending money. This puts us in a very difficult situation. And this is why the market is dropping. This is why we counseled caution all year long. Yeah, if you look at the S&P 500, it's up 7%. If you look at every other uh, index out there, they're, going, they're, they're down this year to date. Uh, the Russell 2000 is, is down 5 point. Uh, it, it's actually broken down underneath the October of 22 lows. The, uh, the, the, the equal weight S&P 500 is down 5%. It's only seven tech stocks that are now starting to break down at, that look like they're going lower here are holding up the averages, and they're doing it through big stock buyback hurdles. That's starting to fail, and we can explain why after this quick break right here on the Max Out Saving Show, what to do about it. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. 
We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're, we're talking about the situation in the world today and uh uh, and what's happening and, and the big changes and how it's starting to affect the investment markets. And, and we also talked about the loss of life due to the fentanyl because of the open border. Yeah, I know I bring this up a lot in the show. I, I, I just believe people should fight for those people that died. I mean, I, and, and I'm appalled that, that, that nobody seems to care about them. If they don't care about them, understand if these politicians don't care about 100,000 Americans dying from the fentanyl, they don't care about you. And it really shows the, the, the just avarice and contempt that that this White House has for the American people, and it's deeply, deeply disturbing. And uh, and, and it, it, it just shows an absolute, utter moral vacuum in the White House. But uh, so interesting things. So, so this is all going on. We talked about the the different wars, and something happened this week. That 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 was that that that, that bears watching is G- Gavin Newsom went to uh, China and he met with Xi Jinping. Now our Secretary of State went over there a couple months ago. I'm not. I don't think he got the meeting. I don't. I didn't. Get, I mean, he wasn't going to get the meeting, and we're going to give. I don't think they got, gave him the meeting with Xi Jinping. Yet somehow, in the midst of the biggest crisis in the world in the last fifty years. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, trots over and, and, and spends time with Xi Jinping. Now, I, I, I don't believe, you know, it, it, clearly he's running for, for president. Everybody knows it. Uh, and, and a couple thoughts. Either, either the Democrats or the Biden administration is given the nod to Xi Jinping that this is going to be our guy, which could be, or... He was on a special diplomatic mission of some type over there. And, and the question is, 
is the U.S. selling out? The, 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 the question is, our situation in the world globally is, is in such, it, we have such a weak hand due to the incompetence. Remember, we, we ran out of Afghanistan, too, and left all the military equipment that now, now the Iranians are probably getting a hold of as well, that are they having to compromise and sell out Taiwan due to their policies? And that's that that bears watching. I I, I, I believe there was something more behind this meeting than, than, than people think. Uh, you know, I, I still go back to that phone call of of they they showed a picture of Gavin Newsom at the White House and he's walking down the portico and he's just walking down the portico and he just grabs the door and walks in. I've never seen a person in the White House, walk in without somebody letting him in the door. And again, it's sending a message, something's going on there. But the question is, are they compromising Taiwan and selling out Taiwan It'd be because they so badly mismanaged the world? And this is something that, you know, uh, that, that we, they're, we're going to have to watch and see, see what happens here. Uh, the, okay, vis-a-vis the markets, what's going on there? We're continuing to get the breakdowns, and the concern that's out there is is a couple things. Is the war uh, the got between Gaza and Israel going to spread? Uh, we've had numerous attacks uh, over the last week on American bases in Iraq and all over the Middle East. We've had over two dozen Americans injured. They've had to fly them out of there back to Germany. And and uh, so, so so the question is, and the problem we're running into a lot of these bases. If 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 Iraq, if Iraq starts blowing up, they they're supplied, uh, you know, back and forth across. The, the the problem is if our supply lines get cut over there. Now they're rushing over the missile defense systems to try to protect them. And what one thing the problem the United States has run into is they built a brilliant defensive machine to handle terrorism of a, you know, 25 terrorists or something, a big terror incident. You know, you got five terrorists go and do something, and, and we move the entire military in operations. And the problem, they never thought a war would last more than, you know, 60 days or, you know, two or three months like the Iraq war did. And so it never dawned on them, which, quite frankly, was plain, plainly obvious where this was all going a decade ago. Uh, but they didn't do it, and so they're running into the fact is, how do you defend, you've got to defend all these positions around the world, and so they're moving the missile systems out of there. If I notice they're coming from some of the bases on the East Coast, they appear to be from some stuff. I, well, are they taking the Patriot missiles that are de- 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 defending the West Coast and, and moving them out over to, the, to to protect our troops or Israel or, or other things in the Middle East? The answer is probably yes. So, so they're trying to get enough things in place if there's an uprising in Iraq and other countries that they can do something. A lot of these, a lot of these leaders in these other uh, Arab countries, they only have so much power. And, and, and if, if the populace gets out of control, it could take them down. And so they all have to kind of make it look like they're doing something. I've seen stories that, that tens of thousands, over 10,000 
fighters, of, uh, uh, Iraqi and Iranian fighters, are moving toward the uh, border with Syria. And so, again, does this spread? Does this spread to Hezbollah? Does it spread to a world war? Right now, we got Russia, Ukraine. The U.S. is backing the Ukraine. We're sending all our munitions over there. Right now, we're backing Israel. Uh, 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 Iran is, is, is pouring money into Gaza, in, into Hamas, in Hezbollah. And so does it spread and dominoes start falling around the world? And that's the thing that that people that that's what people are, are starting to worry about. You have people such as Elon Musk and say, look, if you're not careful, you're sleepwalking into World War Three. That is not World War Three. When you start throwing down the World War Three analogy, that that is cause for real concern. And so this this is what what they're seeing out there. Uh, and, and, and I and I think I think we're going to continue to see issues like this come about. Uh, so where do we go from here? We have to watch and see. Does it spread in the Middle East? Look, interesting thing is, if you remember most Gulf crisis that happened, you know, Israel. I mean, Israel does something, or Iran does something, or something happens in Kuwait, or whatever. I'm not talking about the the war with Iraq. Uh, but I'm talking about most, you know, they put on a show of force. We're sending a carrier uh, strike force over to the Persian Gulf, you know, and it sails up and down and leaves. If you notice, they didn't send those carriers into the Persian Gulf. They sent them over to the eastern Mediterranean, which is further away from the Iranian missiles and stuff. And that, and that is a concern. So the question is, where are the other aircraft carriers? Where's everything else? At? And we're going to have to watch this closely. But make no mistake. The United States is going on a wartime footing. The uh, the this uh, uh, press spokesman for the Pentagon, he gets up there and talks. Uh, yeah, he made some comment about the lost life, and then he made the comment, "This is war." Look, we're we're maybe aren't at war. We're committed to defending Israel. We're we're the. the, the the United States military is going on a wartime footing at warp speed right now, and, and so. We have to understand that. So, so what's happening with the market? The market is selling off, as we said. We've tried, we said, try to be defensive, have higher levels of cash. It's remarkable how many funds out there have 2 or 3% cash, or they have 1%, 1.5%. They go to 3% cash. We have a lot of cash in our portfolios, a lot of cash, money market, short-term bonds, treasuries, those type of things, treasury bills in some cases, uh, the uh, – there's a BIL actually. We, we actually moved out to BILS here for some people the other other day. Uh, it's a little longer term. Uh, you know, it's like I think six months to a year, three months to, to to a year versus zero to three months on the BIL. But short term type of assets. So we have a much much higher level. Than, than most people out there, and, and I think it's worked. It, it really paid off in 2022. The market was down like 18 percent. Many of our clients were actually up that year, and uh, and this year, I you know, at first it seemed like it was the wrong thing to do, but now we're, we're selling off. And as we said, the the S and P 500 is still up. The S and P 500 equal weight is down, which means if you equally weight, take 500 stocks and each one have one five hundredth. Of, of of the million dollars in the index or whatever, uh, that's down. But but there's some big capitalization stocks that it's weighted by. The S and P 500 is market cap weighted, which means the bigger the capitalization, the more stock you have in it. The biggest market capitalization stocks are your Apple, Amazon, Google, Meta, Facebook, uh, 
uh, NVIDIA, Tesla, and Microsoft. And, and a number of those, particularly Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Meta, they have massive stock stock buyback programs. Apple uh, and huge stock buy, it, it, and so they've made a, a bigger chunk of the index. That's why the the S and P five hundred is up and the equal weight is down. Uh, the Russell two thousand, as we said, which is two thousand stocks, is at the twenty uh, October twenty two lows. That's how bad the situation. So the, here's the question. Right now, money managers are getting are getting are, are trying to raise. They're trying now trying to suddenly scramble and raise cash. They realize they've been wrong. Well, the only as as I said, the Russell two thousand is is back to October twenty two lows. the the Rus, the S and P five hundred equal weight is down five and a half percent. Well, the only place they have left to go is the big cap S&P 500. They're driving stocks into the ground trying to sell them. So the only place they have left are these big mega cap stocks. And that's, the volume is exploding on this week as they started plunging. They're, they're, the only place left in the world for, with liquidity are those seven stocks. And they're going to come under tremendous pressure, I believe, and they have this week, as we've talked about for a while. And so... So again, that that's that's the issue in the world today. So now, think some things. If you look at oil, so as, as we said, Russell two thousand down to October twenty two lows. S and P five hundred equal weight down five point six percent. Seven stocks they're up. Okay, outside of the seven stocks, and things are going against them now. What else is making money? West Texas crude is up six six and a quarter percent year to date. Uh, Gold is up uh, about 8% year-to-date. Uh, money funds uh, are paying about 4.8%. Treasury, short-term treasuries on a year, about 5.2%, So there are people, there are ways to make money, as we talked about. But you have to understand this is a different world. And I think it's going to continue to be a very different world. This is a wartime economy. It, and and really, it's so. Those are those are the type of things. Now, this will create opportunities in, in these different subsets of stocks over time. But 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 it's the the most money out there is is is, is in a sixty forty uh, percent uh, portfolio with sixty percent bonds, forty percent stocks. Now, why is that? Are they all following each other? Yeah, probably so. But it's actually based on on. Uh, 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 quite a bit of research, and there's something called an efficient frontier curve. In that curve, what it does is it plots the return of, of say, 100% bonds over the last 100 years in 100% stock. And 100% stock is like 8 or 9%. Uh, bonds is about 3.5%. But then it, it also plots volatility as well. So as you go out in the curve, the more volatile it is, the, it's in there, so that that eight or nine percent is a great return, but it's extremely volatile. Which which means, yeah, in, in, in nineteen, uh, what was it? Uh, in two thousand and nine, the S and P two thousand eight, the nine to the bottom, the, the S and P five hundred was down fifty six percent. Which means, if you had a million dollars, all of a sudden you had about five hundred fifty four hundred fifty thousand dollars, and you can't retire. So. So what, what, the, what the, 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 the efficient frontier curve, it plots, well, what if I do 
uh, 90% stock, 10% bonds. Well, I get a little less return, but my volatility drops. And what if I could do 80%? It, well, if you go down to, if you go down to, the, the best point on the curve is 60% stock, 40% bonds. That gives you the best return with, with, with the least volatility. Yeah, out there, which about the volatility of bonds uh, with, with that, because in theory, stocks and bonds move in a little different directions. So most 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 money managers are in that sixty forty curve. For our clients, we use sixty percent stock, forty percent bonds. The difference is we have a much broader definition of stocks and bonds, and, and, and we also have the ability to raise cash increase in, 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 that, that the that the other ones do not, and that that's what makes us different. But but that style worked much better in the in the seventies into the eighties. And, and actually beyond, and, and actually late 60s, so we're about a 20-year period. The most recent, when the Fed is just flooding the system with money, the, the other ones worked a little better. I think it's changing. And so it's going to be another year. Bonds are down again this year. You know, bonds bonds are down three, year, three years in a row. That's never so far. You're right. That's never happened in the history of the Republic of the United States of America ever. And it's, now it's a, a combination of a couple things. Rates were so low that they were paying virtually no interest, so they had nowhere to go but down. But also, it it, it, it shows you the sheer amount of, of out of control government spending, which is pushing up interest rates, and we're more like a third world country. So. So our strategy is is higher levels of cash, more diversified, having not just stocks and bonds, but also commodities in there. Uh, looking at we, we haven't not really been in real estate. I think houses are good, but we, but we, we haven't seen it. We don't think the opportunities are there yet. Uh, the commodities, the short term bonds, precious metals, uh, right type of stocks. Those things are, are, are what's working in this market. It, and so this is why we talk about this overall. So, so the question is, okay, actually we're coming up here on a quick break, but, but so the market is breaking down here. Uh, it, it's looking like it wants to go back to the October 22 lows. I'm not sure if the S&P gets there. The, 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 I think the equal weight will get there. Uh, back to the lows, I, I think. I think the uh, the Russell 2000, as we wrote about, is breaking those lows, which is a very bad sign. And the institutional selling is starting to ramp up in the market, and so you want to kind of pull back on the sidelines. It doesn't mean you sell everything. You pull back. You raise some cash because you want to have the cash available when these opportunities come up. If, if you know, if you're in, you know, whatever stock out there and and you see a great opportunity, but you have to sell your stock that's down 30%, what good does it make, uh, you know, to sit there and buy the other stock so you can, you know, make it back? Uh, so you've got to have the cash available. And this is why we have talked so much about the cash available all year long and actually been talking about it since since actually 2021 when, it, when this bear market started. We said, look, this is inflationary. Interest rates are going up. It's going to revalue stocks. Inflation is bad for stocks. Uh, wars are bad for stocks, as we talked about, and wars cause inflation. So here we are in the world today. So understand it. And tell it, let's take a quick break. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call to 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. 
If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. Uh, if you got a question or comment, you can give us a call, 713-339-1070. Tell you what, we have a caller. Welcome to the Saving Show. Uh, yeah, hi, Ted. Uh, I have a quick question for you. Uh, my UBS advisor has been trying to get me to put some of this money that is just sitting there in the cash account into what he calls stacked uh, municipal bonds, which, as I understand it, they're you know going to be a package of bonds that have different maturity dates from short-term, medium-term, and long-term. Uh, what do you think of that idea, and what should be the maximum of those bonds that should be in, like, the long-term, you know, uh, uh, maturity? No, that's a good question here. I look, I, I, if, uh, on a total portfolio, I, I don't think you should have more than – I think it should be mostly uh, – no more than 10% long-term. Uh, I, I would have more medium-term bonds, particularly in, in this world today. And I, I'd be careful with that now. Uh, look, a, a couple thoughts. Rates have gone up from essentially uh, uh, 
You know, it opened about the last year up about uh, three and a quarter, actually about seven, eight months up to five, three, three and a half to five percent. So it's a better opportunity. And if you want to lengthen out your bond portfolio some in here, you're getting a better return. But understand, we still have massive amounts of borrowing that's still kind of out of control. If this inflation could wipe out the long-term bonds. So long-term bonds, in my mind, would simply be for a trade uh and I would try to keep it short, uh, short term. If you use a ladder, I would keep it short to medium ladder, uh, seven years or less. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Ironically, since it's Orchie Day, I didn't want to tell him no until I got your advice on that. So thank you very much. Yeah, good, good call. And by the way, oh, if if you if if someone if if they're suggest if you don't like the idea of anything that that your advisor wants, you, feel free. You know, to say ask questions and also uh, yeah, and say no if you want. That, that, that's okay, and, and people respect that. But but that's a good good question. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Now, the reason I'm saying that is uh, there's a note out of out of Goldman Sachs here came across recently that it, it, uh, the issuance of, of bonds uh, and this is for the fiscal year, which actually I think I think it's for the fiscal year, which started here in September, but. For 2023, uh, which is over now, but I think this is right, they're looking at $727 billion worth of bonds coming to the market. For, for 2024, it's, it's $1.166 trillion, a 60% increase in borrowing by the government. And, and, and so th- this is why interest rates are going up up in here, it, 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 like we like we talked about. And, and, and this is something we want to kind of continue to watch. And this is why you want to be so careful longer. Look, uh, I've got to refinance a house or, uh, here recently. Uh, it, 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 it's it's one we we're it's it, it's not a big house, but it it uh, uh, which we're we're looking to do. Uh, and so I've got to get that done. Uh, I couldn't get it done until we it got completed, but so I, I think you're going to see the mortgage rates drop off some later this year. If, if the economy starts slowing down, you should see that. And the question, I think you've got a window that that they maybe drop some, but the, but the frightening thing is that they come and start monetizing the debt, and they might, at worst case, they'll probably put in yield curve control, which means the Fed tries to buy longer term bonds to keep the long term rate down. And, and so this is something we want to see. But as, as I talked about it, you know, back back in in earlier this year, it was three point three point two actually uh, on on the two year six months ago. It's up to four point four eight, almost five percent. And keep in mind, it was at one point two five percent in twenty twenty one. I don't think we're going to see those numbers in our lifetime again with interest rates. And I think you've got to be cognizant of that fact. So bonds, I would keep them short term. We are looking. I have to say this: I'm looking at have some short term bond funds. I maybe would move to a little bit intermediate term. We haven't done that yet. I will let you know when we decide to do that. Uh, we're watching a couple things. We're wa- watching the, the financial system in the world to see how it holds up. How does the war spread? And, and it does. Is how is this affecting the financial system? We're in particular watching the uh, the banks, the bar, uh, the, some of the banks in the UK. Uh, we're looking at a couple banks here. Uh, Bank America's hitting new lows. Something's clearly going on there that's lower than, than when they had the crisis with the small banks. And a lot of money is pouring out of the banks because they're not paying enough interest. 
and into money funds and short-term treasuries. And and so I I think there's an increasing danger that the financial system destabilizes. And this is something we have to watch very closely. As I've said on the show, look, I don't know anybody that, that that was out of the market in 87 because portfolio insurance could crash the market that talked about in 2007 mid to that that we're headed to a perfect storm and then late 2000 October November early November 2007 said that Lehman Brothers was going to fail and, and very controversial at the time uh, during the pandemic Back in February, we said the pandemic of that year was much more grave than people realized. We pointed out what was happening in China. You don't shut down 80% of your manufacturing capacity for no reason, and this was going to get out of the market. And then in the war, the Ukraine said it was going to be in place. I don't know anyone. We've done a very good job having said all of that on the Max Salt Savings Show. Right now, the Fed is looking exactly like, thinking exactly like him, and, and they're trying to, in the central, they're trying to see where could the potential problem be, and in the minute they see it, they're trying to get in front of it to stop it. So you have to understand that. So that's why they came up with this special program that could, banks could take their, their bonds that are underwater, they, they can give them to the Fed, you know, uh, and the Fed will hold them, and then in the, in, in, to, to, to kind of try to stabilize that. So, but the, I think they're eventually going to fail, and there's going to be a bigger problem. But the question is, how does it happen? And, and, and the, what 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 makes it a little more difficult to set a show is, look, the Fed is trying to – they're thinking like I am, so they're trying to stop it. So it's going to come out of the, of the, you know, the black swan. And right now, there's a whole bunch of black swans sweating, you know, sitting on the lake. You know, it, it's the Israeli-Ukraine uh, uh, crazy uh, – Israeli-Gaza war, Ukraine-Russia war, Taiwan. Do they invade Taiwan? Does the financial system hold up? Uh, you know, what happens to, to the elections in 2024? Are rising interest rates going to hurt the economy? Are 8% mortgages going to slow things? I mean, I could go on and on. So these black swans are all kind of sitting there. Which one takes off and triggers the whole thing? And that's going to be the key to the whole thing. But uh, as we talked about, spending went up 650, borrowing went up $650 billion in 30 days. Now, part of that was due to some things with the government, but, but, Government borrowing is going to have to go up 60% in the fiscal year that starts now, that's now into 2024. Government spending is completely out of control. Everything Joe Biden wanted, he's got. He's got his Green New Deal. He's got his infrastructure program. They brought back, you know, uh, semiconductor program to bring back the semiconductor plants, and then he stuffed every possible boondoggle into it. This guy is spending money. Uh, you know, like no no president in U.S. history recklessly spending money. Uh, we've never seen this type of deficit spending. Uh, eight eight percent GDP in some cases more deficit spending, except in wartime. Now you could say we're in wartime now, but a lot of this is simply just boondoggle spending in the United States of America, and, and this is going to affect things. So. Uh, so I think you want to, we want to see what happens this week. We still want look. The market's clearly in a, in a bear market. If you look at the S and P 500 equal weight, it's it's clearly in there. Uh, it, and we want to continue to kind of sit on the sidelines and uh, and kind of watch and see see what happens. That that's that's going to be the key thing. And you want to, in the safety of things that are going to work, or at least not going to hurt you too much. And I think that's going to continue to be the case. Now. A couple things. Uh, let me go back to the 
we're going to be writing some more about this in our Max Out Savings Report. We just sent out our most recent one last week. We're going to get another one out here pretty quickly to try to because things are moving so quickly. This is a free report of the on Max Out Savings. Uh, uh, just go to maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free report. We don't call you up. We don't ask you for anything. We put you on the list, and we send you the report once once a month. Sometimes it goes to the junk files. We need to work on that so we can get it to everyone's regular file. Uh, but but this goes out once a month. Also, we're we're on uh, Spotify podcast. They're delayed. Uh, I think we're going to try to get them on Twitter as well. So we're trying to get a lot of these things out there because we have such demand for people to listen to the show. Uh, and see what's going on. And if you need some help with with your retirement, your IRA rollover, uh, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond markets. We use Charles Schwab. We just added them to our thing since they were, took over TD Ameritrade. Uh, but if you need some help, uh, you can request an appointment. I will sit down with you personally. Uh, and, uh, and go over your situation. We are here in Houston, Texas. So uh, if you need some help, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. By the way, we have a new a new uh, website. We just had it redone by 512 New Media. I'm very excited about it. It looks fantastic. So if you get a chance, check out the website, maxoutsavings.com. Now, interesting story I saw that looking at at the where are people from California moving now California is crime is out of I mean California is is basically United States squared I mean everything is going wrong in California even the liberals are going you can't even drive into into San Francisco if you have anything in your car they're going to break the window and steal it there's drug usage on the street people are dying every day from overdoses in California it's just another day in paradise uh, the, 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 the buildings are in foreclosure. No one wants to be in the downtown. Spending is out of control there. Taxes are out of control. So people are pouring out of California. They're leaving. They're, as we talked about on the show, the reason why people leave in California and New York, places, they're realizing that, and it's turning into a flood. They're realizing now it's not going to get any better. I mean, it kind of dawned on them. It's like, wait, even if you're in California, if you're conservative, you're going to be persecuted in New York like what's happening to Donald Trump up there by the by the state attorney general. So, so people with money want to get out of these places. So the number one destination, number two is, number three is Nevada, uh, 54,000 people. Uh, the, 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 the number uh Two is Arizona, 63. Number one destination for California is Texans, over 105,000 people. This just goes back, this is a couple years late. People are pouring into the state of Texas from California. So hopefully these Californians that come to Texas will be like Cubans that left that left. Uh, uh, Cavana on a boat or something had you know on a raft and got over here and they utterly hate communism. Hopefully they will understand that your government, your liberal Democrats, destroyed California, which is a paradise over there. It destroyed, utterly obliterated. And hopefully you turn on those people and you never vote for Democrats again. And by the way, another way is 
you know, the Jewish people, same thing. They 80% Democrat. They've let, they've let the schools completely turn anti, is anti-Jewish. I mean, it's horrible what's happening in our, our colleges. They've supported that. The, the Republicans have supported Israel that when Israel's in trouble, it was, it was, the, it was the conservatives, particularly the Southern evangelical conservatives came in and said, whatever it takes to defend Israel, they should look who their friends are and who their friends are. And they're not the Democratic Party. Now, Getting off a little politics, but anyway, uh, but going back to what we have here today is, is look, we're in a bear market. The bear market continues. Interest rates have surged higher. We're in a war. Government spending is, is spiraling out of control, and we have a crippled, uh, a mentally incapacitated presidency in the United States. These are not, these are not what new bull markets start from. You want to continue to have some cautious in place. Okay, it, it, and, and continue to watch out. I, I, I think, like I said, if you look at it, uh, the, the, the precious metals, the oils, commodities, China's stockpiling commodities. We, we, we sold down. The Straits over Hormuz could be closed next week, and we sold down our strategic petroleum reserve to try to force down inflation in the United States. Uh, th- this has been so reckless on this administration. I, 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 it, it's clearly deliberate. But but so understand, we will get through this. We will come out on top. But this is a difficult time, and now is not the start of a new bull market, and, and everything is not going to be wonderful. We're going to have to do one step at a time, move forward, get people in places. We got a great new uh, person that's uh, Speaker of the House. We, we've got we're, you know they act Louisiana actually got a, a Republican governor. We're going to have to take back our country one step at a time, and everyone needs to participate. I hope you will. Until then, remember our um, motto in Florida which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. If you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And I hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see you next weekend right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070. The answer. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.